Show that your actions are good with a humble lifestyle that comes from wisdom. However, if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, then stop bragging and living in ways that deny the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above. Instead, it is from the earth, natural and demonic. <laughs> wherever, there is, wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there is disorder in everything that is evil. What of the wisdom from above? First, it is pure and then peaceful, gentle, obedient, filled with mercy and good actions, fair and genuine. Those who make peace sow the seeds of justice by their peaceful acts. What is the source of conflict among you? What is the source of your disputes? Don't they come from your own cravings that are at war in your own lives? You long for something you don't have, so you commit murder. You are jealous for something you can't get, so you struggle and fight. You don't have because you don't ask. You ask and don't have because you ask with evil intentions to waste it on your own cravings. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will run away from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Hear these words from the Gospel for your life today, found in Mark chapter 9, verses 30-37. From there, Jesus and his followers went through Galilee, but he didn't want anyone to know. This was because he was teaching his disciples. The human one will be delivered into human hands. They will kill him. Three days after he is killed, he will rise up. But they didn't understand this kind of talk, and they were afraid to ask him. They entered Capernaum. When they had come into a house, he asked them, What are you arguing about during the journey? They didn't respond, since all the way they had been debating with each other about who was the greatest. They sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be least of all and the servant of all. Jesus reached for a little child, placed him among the twelve, and embraced him. Then he said, Whoever welcomes one of these children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me isn't actually welcoming me, but rather the one who sent me. The word of God for us, the people of God. I'm up here today because this particular su particular Sunday is designated Human Trafficking Awareness Sunday, or for short, Freedom Sunday. Freedom from slavery, slavery that exists worldwide and is a multi-billion dollar industry. Worldwide slavery is not often a subject discussed in small town America, and I can't think of a time other than one women's group meeting where our local church has been introduced to slavery as it exists today. As I researched the subject, statistics and demographics both frightened and enraged my mind. There are millions today in the bondage of slavery and it reaches everywhere in the world. I want to introduce IJM, or International Justice Mission, to you. It is a nonprofit global organization that protects the poor from violence throughout the developing world. IJM partners 
with local authorities to rescue victims of violence, bring criminals to justice, restore survivors, and strengthen justice systems. In short, they are fighting slavery of all kinds. I'm going to give you some statistics. I know, numbers, boring numbers. But I want you to really think about the numbers, not just read them. So Chandler, slide one. Injustice. Globally, four billion. That's billion. People live outside the protection of the law. Slide two. Human trafficking. Human trafficking generates about $150 billion a year, two-thirds from commercial exploitation. Slavery. One in four slaves is a child. Sex trafficking. In 2016, 3.8 million adults were victims of forced sexual exploitation and one million children were victims of commercial exploitation. The vast majority of victims of sexual exploitation, 99%, were women and girls. Can you begin to see the enormity of this injustice? My introduction to worldwide slavery came at a Women of Faith conference in Denver several years ago. A speaker, Christine Kane, had come to tell about her experience as a victim of human trafficking. I can honestly say, before hearing her horrifying story, which left me crying for a world in which this kind of atrocity is even possible, I had no idea how large a problem it actually was. I began to pay attention and did a little research into slavery myself. I will get into that a little bit more in a few minutes. Right now I want to focus on IJM and what they are doing. They are the largest international anti-slavery organization in the world. They rescue people from slavery and help protect the poor from violence around the world. I want to issue a very specific challenge this morning. I want to challenge us as a church to join Jesus on the bold mission and specifically to join with IJM in the fight against injustice until all are free. Free from slavery, free from oppression, from violence. Free to be the children, men and women that God created us to be. We can be part of a solution. We can be part of this miraculous transformation. We can be witnesses to the kingdom of God as it shatters the darkness. However, we must be bold enough to do something that seems small, knowing that God does miracles with everyday gifts. To that end, I want to invite each and every one of you to join a global community of believers seeking to end slavery by becoming <coughs> freedom partners. And I've got a little video that I want you to watch, and then we'll continue. Right now, there are people trapped in slavery. People who have been taken, beaten, raped, and robbed of their dreams. Rupa and her child live in constant fear of abuse. A rule is crushed by the labor he's been forced to do every day. Lydia is hidden away, her body used over and over. 
At International Justice Mission, we have decided that this is not the world we want. So we unite, one body, many parts, working together to bring rescue. The heart in this body is the freedom partner, strong and dependable. You. Freedom Partners courageously give $24 or more a month, funding rescue, month by month, rescue by rescue, beat by beat. Without Freedom Partners, hands would not grasp, feet would not move, eyes would not see. Freedom Partners send rescue to restore Rupa's family. Give freedom to a rule and make sure Lydia is found. It will take a strong heart to end slavery. It will take you. By joining as a freedom partner, you will bring rescue to slaves all around the world. Telling those still in slavery, help is coming. Month by month, rescue by rescue, beat by beat. While we sit here in church this Sunday and learn about the realities of slavery, there are thousands of traffickers using their power to keep people enslaved forever, all because slavery is profitable. They simply value money more than life. These slave owners are relentless, calculated, and tenacious, unafraid to use their power, money, and influence to oppress others. We, the church, must act. Each one of us here can partner with IGM by becoming Freedom Partners today. Freedom Partners give $24 or, dollars or more to IGM each month. In addition, Freedom Partners are called upon to pray for urgent needs in the field, advocate for life-saving legislation, and attend special IGM events. In short, IGM knows where the slaves are and has a plan to rescue them. And because of Freedom Partners, IGM is seeing slaves set free and putting their owners behind bars. You have the opportunity to be a Freedom Partner by opening the envelope that you have in your bulletin and sign up to give. If you don't have an envelope, your neighbor probably does. I didn't have one for every bulletin. Your $24 or more a month will save lives. Think about it this way. If you are a slave and you have never imagined a life beyond the life you've known, you cannot imagine that there is another side of the world and that on that other side of the world, there are people who live in freedom and not only do they live in freedom, but they have power and resources that are beyond anything that a slave could even dream possible. And if they knew that such a person existed, and that such power and resources were in that person's possession, and that that person was a disciple of Jesus, the one who used all of his power and resources to set others free, then for the first time in their life, 
this is my prayer for us today. In a world that journeyed to know the goodness of our God, that we leverage our lives to impact the lives of others. Now this seems like a place you might think that I'm done. But surprise, I'm not finished yet. I should be. Earlier I told you I'd done a little research myself. I've given you a bubble view of the problem. Now I want to bring it closer to home. Human trafficking exists right here in Kansas and right north of us in Nebraska. It's close enough to home that the city of Oakland employees were given training on awareness of human trafficking through Truckers Against Trafficking. In 2017, human trafficking increased 13% from the year before 2016. 15 to 17-year-olds are the highest numbers in human trafficking in both labor exploitation and sex exploitation. Most victims of human trafficking come from people who have recently migrated or relocated, have substance abuse, have run away or are homeless, have mental issues, are in the child or are in the child welfare system. So their basic culture and way of life start at subsistence levels. Many feel unloved and unwanted. That's where they are vulnerable and the perpetrator knows how to use this against them. Once the victim falls for the enticement of a benefactor or a job or a relationship, the perpetrator uses methods of force and coercion to control the victim. They use isolation, emotional abuse, economic abuse, threats, and even physical abuse to make the victims do what they want. Media resources available to this group are numerous. In fact, many of the victims are probably involved with human trafficking due to their access to media internet, smartphones, etc. Many initial contacts with the perpetrator are through social media, but once they become a victim, hardly any media is available to them as their captor restricts any usage of such media. Traffickers themselves do use the internet. There's a part of the internet used by criminals, and a lot of human trafficking is also being done through these channels. There was a great article, I think it was just in the past, one that we received in the AARP magazine explaining about this. It said, think of the internet as an ocean. At the top of the surface web and its familiar occupants like Google, Amazon, Yahoo, etc. This is where the vast majority of people spend internet time. Go a little deeper and there's this deep web. It is much larger than the surface web. It is much larger and can be only accessed by people who have logins for the databases that are there. Most activity here is legal. Descend further, and there's the dark web. It takes special software to access this. But the gist is that the users are anonymous, and transactions are virtually untraceable. What better place to buy and sell human beings, mostly children? <coughs> so back to Kansas and Nebraska. Make a mental note to Google sex trafficking in Kansas to see for yourself some of the statistics available. June 6, 2018, sex trafficking skyrockets in Topeka. May 31st, 2018, there were 67 human trafficking cases in Kansas reported to the hotline. February 16th, 2018, human trafficking is one of the largest criminal industries in the world. Kansas has been named an originating state for human trafficking. 
Being a freedom partner with IGM to help fight this injustice. 